you got to keep your mind straight. If God is really talking, it's going to work out. Whether we believe it or not, or the way we want it to work out, it's going to work out because He's going to make it work His way. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to control it, well, then you'll fight it. Yeah. It won't. It, you won't be open. You won't feel comfortable. You won't be satisfied. You know. And, and so when they asked us to uh, be a small group leader, me and Debbie talked about it and said. Well, maybe that's God speaking. Maybe it's time. You know, I'm not no expert. I'm not no theologist or anything like this. I read the Bible just like anybody else. And it's easy to see. The more you dig, the more you dig, the more you feel and you understand where it's coming from and what is really true and what ain't true, you know. Welcome, everyone, to our 59th podcast, Renew Your Mind. With us today, we have Senior Pastor Paul Gruenberg, and we have guest speaker Sharon uh, Greenhoe, who is speaking to us. We're on this topic of small groups, and she's uh, assisting us and leading up the small group initiative at, at our church. And we have Dana Hall, myself, as the moderator. Uh, we're going to listen to uh, another personal. So one of the interesting things about this podcast, we talked last week about uh, women's Faith Circle, the United Methodist Women, the Holiday House. This week, we're going to look at a couple of men's groups that Noel is a part of, and he's going to share with us how it has impacted him. Let's listen to Noel together. Yeah, well, I go to the men's small group here at the church. I joined both of them, the Monday night group and uh, the Tuesday night group of men. And then me and Debbie go and do the digging deeper, the one-year Bible mm -hmm. on Tuesday, Thursday, Thursday afternoon, Thursday, 11 o'clock service. Well, my son, the church they are at downstate in Grand Rapids, they kind of had a small group, and they had like eight families that were tied up into it. So each family took a turn kind of hosting it at their house. Mm -hmm. They would have all the kids, so nobody had to find babysitters. They brought all the children, and they either put a movie on or tape on or whatever, mm -hmm. they'd host a, not a lab dinner, but either food or snacks or whatever the wife or man wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Then they would host, and whatever part of the Bible they're studying, they would talk about it and try to discuss. And if they really ran into some questions that were hard to kind of figure out between the group, they took it to the pastor and presented it to him and mm -hmm. got a deeper and a bigger idea to see it. And here in the church here, uh, we got such a, like a separation. It's a, what I mean a separation is I understand the young families have to work and they're tied up. It's hard for them to come. So we got more like an older men's group, you know. Mm -hmm. And when I say older, I consider men that are older than me, even though I'm retired. But anybody super young, we don't have a lot of people mm -hmm. in that in that age group, you know. And the thing I find so much is, I find that men are scared. We can talk about anything and everything under the sun. It's really amazing how we do that. But to truly say how God influences our life and that, sometimes we have a very hard time expressing that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's, we all just think we got to have something special, that we got to have something this way, but I think if we just truly say our testimony, mm -hmm what God was really doing in your life yourself, what he, how he affects you. Because me and you, we can read the same verse and God will speak to you one way and speak to me another way. And 
we're both going to hear this message that he's given, but we take it in in a different way. So I find in seeing all these different men and finding these different views and how they perceive the Word of God mm -hmm. is very educational to me. It shows me God working in so many different ways, no more than him being out in the whole community, working with everybody in so many different ways. You know, you see it right there with the men, you know. Yeah, that's that's a really great, uh, great point. Do you find that it's easier to speak about how God um, affects your life within those those groups that you just talked about? Yeah, in some situations, I think so. I think after being with a group for a little while, you yeah. seem to open up. You uh, don't free, don't be afraid to speak about certain things, whether it's personal, touching, or mm -hmm. hard, you know, personal or hard things that are you're going through. Knowing that someone else maybe been through that or mm -hmm. going through that themselves, maybe at the same time, or nobody has the right answer all the time. If we're looking for answers. That's in the Bible. We just got to trust Christ, you know. Sure. But to help each other and, and I guess knowing that someone else is comforting you and has maybe been down that road in some form of it, mm -hmm. it's pretty comforting to me, you know, to know that you're not alone, that they know yeah. somewhat whether they have answers or that's the solution to the problem, you know. And I think God then helps us because there's people that are skilled in so many different fields that, they can offer their talent, their skills to, yeah, to these people to help them, you know, mm -hmm. and, or lead them to the place to, to get help, to show them where to go, you know. Yeah, tell me a little bit about, <clears throat> you had mentioned that you were surprised about something when some someone asked you to be a, a leader. Well, yeah, kind of, <laughs> you know, me and Debbie, and Debbie was working because she kept saying that she felt God was calling her. She was DRE at the Catholic Church for quite a few years. We come here now to the Methodist Church to be fed different or fed more deeper. Mm -hmm. uh, she keeps saying that God's calling her for something. She would talk to Pastor Dan, and he gave her different ideas. Now Pastor Paul's working with her and on different different things to help feed her, you know. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, you got to keep your mind straight. If God is really talking, it's going to work out. Whether we believe it or not or the way we want it to work out, it's going to work out because He's going to make it work his way. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to control it, well, then you'll fight it. Yeah. It won't. It, you won't be open. You won't feel comfortable. You won't be satisfied. You know. And so by going there and doing that, so when they asked us to uh, be a small group leader, me and Debbie talked about it and said, well, "Maybe that's God speaking. Maybe it's time." You know, I'm not no expert. I'm not no theologist or. Anything like this, I read the Bible just like anybody else. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many Bibles out there. So I was born and raised on the King James Bible, being Lutheran, and then going into the Catholic Church, reading the Catholic Bible, and Debbie believes in the Living Bible. We read them quite a bit. So there's so many Bibles you can get so much foundation from. It's just, what are you looking for? What is God's really true word? You know, is it leading you? truly to Christ, or is it leading you this other way, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's easy to see. The more you dig, the more you dig, the more you feel and you understand where it's coming from and what is really true and what ain't true, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so one last question. Would you recommend others to join a small group? I, I think it's beneficial. Yeah. If you got the time, I think some people think that because you volunteered to go to this group, you have to be there all the time. Well, we all know we're busy. We all know we got to work. We all know that a lot of the young folks have to work. And now it takes 
two parents to survive and keep the family going. Uh, I can I can't imagine what they pay for childcare. I know what I know what it was when we had our children. So I think if you can get in an environment where they can come and maybe bring the children. I mean, yeah, kids are noisy a little bit at times, but that's God's younger generation. That's what's coming with us. But you can always work things out to a certain point, I think. You know, you just don't have to have a special place and cost you money to go put them away. It's where you want to put your mind and what you want to think about, you know, and what yeah. you want to do, you know. Yeah. And I guess even with the kids running around talking as adults, you still can carry a conversation on and still talk and share the Word of God, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it don't hurt the kids to take 10, 15 minutes if you're going to read a certain Bible verse to everybody's kind of going to talk and focus their mind on. Take a few minutes to be quiet, you know, no more than prayer, you know. Mm-hmm. And sit down and do it. Uh, read it and go through it and then start your discussions, you know. Yeah. Well, that's great. We really appreciate your time, Noel. I think you've given us some great uh, insights mm-hmm. to your experience in the small groups that that are out there. So thank you very much. And thank you. Okay. Noel is real. He really is. Down to earth. Yeah. And yeah. Tells it like it is. Uh, I just was really touched by him. He didn't say it, but he was referring to wise counsel. There are so many people that you'll meet in a small group. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me, that was one of the things I've always enjoyed is the wise counsel that you can get from other believers that um, have the wisdom that comes with age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other thing that I took away is it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be a perfect setting. It just needs to be a bunch of people that want to come together to discuss the Bible or Jesus or God, and um, that's all you really need. And if you have questions, you take it to the pastor to get some more clarification. So to me, that was very strong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of the things he also you know, shared is he's in two small men's groups that meet on Monday and Tuesday night. And then he's in a one-year Bible study group with his wife and with a a bunch of other people. And, you know, there's no limit to how many small groups you can be a part of. But what he said is, is it's sometimes for guys, it's hard to express God in our lives. And so we just simply share. And that's a part about being in a small group is there's no one perfect way for a small group to run. And, and he said that God works through the other guys. And that is so powerful. That is so typical of a small group that is intentional in regard to God and learning about God and praying for each other, that God will work through the small group. That's that iron sharpening iron, mm-hmm. right? Hearing life from somebody else's perspective, hearing, getting advice from where people have been, mm. it, it, it is so important, and it's such a part of what you get out of it. Mm-hmm. The other thing he said was uh, fighting it. You just don't fight it. Um, just allow God to work in and through the small group. As guys... I think Noel is spot on. We tend to fight against what God wants to do in our lives as we're trying to meet with God. As we, as we come into that relationship with God, we're, we're almost like kicking and screaming mm-hmm. all the time. And yet when you're with 
other godly men in this case or godly people, I think we begin to put our uh, fight down. Uh, We begin to relax a little bit more, seeing how God has worked in the lives of other people and how God's working in the life of that small group. We we almost give up the fight and say, okay, God, what is it that you want for me? And that's a real, real cool experience. Yeah. Uh, One other powerful thing uh, when I listened is that when somebody asked him and his wife to be small group leaders, it wasn't, oh, why do I have to do that? It was Mm -hmm. a thoughtful, wow, that's what God is leading me to do. And they they thought about it very uh, thoughtfully, prayerful, and I I just really liked that. I thought that was neat. <laughs> so they're going to have a pinochle group. Oh, they're going to play awesome. pinochle, uh-huh. and they're going to include devotions, and they're very, very excited about starting mm-hmm. the group. So this would be a group if you know somebody who is maybe not even very spiritually minded, but loves to play pinochle. This would be a group to join in the fall and right. come together and play pinochle. Is it once a week? It's going to be monthly because they're campers, and so we can't get in the middle of their camping um, after the first year. I don't know what they're planning, but for now it's monthly. Okay. Great. Well, I think that wraps up this podcast. And um, if you would like to join us in person at the First United Methodist Church, we're located at 215 South Center in Gaylord, Michigan. We have a traditional service at 9 a.m. and a contemporary service at 1045 a.m. And if you can't join us in person, you can feel free to join us via Facebook or YouTube. And you can always listen to us on the radio 101.5 as well. So thanks for joining, everyone. 